you're sitting in your car and you're at a stoplight and you're just waiting you're just waiting you're listening to your favorite song maybe your favorite podcast and out of nowhere you get rear-ended now Andrew what do you do in this situation what's your immediate reaction well I guess you got to put the car in park really that's your immediate reaction just gonna hold up traffic completely I get. I mean, if there's room to pull over, I guess I pull over. There's but no here's the room thing: to pull over. Well, then you, you got to put it in park. You got to get out. No. Here's the thing: yes, it's I'm wrong. telling you, it's wrong. In, in New Jersey, if you pull over, the person will take that as this is my chance to get away. Okay, I guess we are playing by different rules. You are 100 percent right here. I cannot speak for the level of fucking filth in New Jersey. Friend of the show, Mike. Okay. Who who you met? He I was in the car with him one time. He got rear-ended. And we pulled over and put our hazards on and the person fucking floored it and just took off. Man, see I think about that every now and then. Where I'm like, man, if I hit someone, not not even that. I don't I don't think about that cuz I don't think I I don't have the balls to do that. That's too risky. But I just mean like if you hit some, like a parked car or something somehow. Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, you could just leave. But I know, like my my belief in karma would stop me. I'd be like, no, I will I will just die tomorrow if I leave right now. It's tempting, though. Yeah, yeah, that shit's always my fear, though. Like it's just like the universe will balance it all out and fucking end me. But see, when I got pulled over, when I got not pulled over, when I got rear-ended recently in the last four months, <clears throat> luckily we were at an intersection, right on the main street. And I just put on my blinker. Well, first of all, I went, I did one of these, you know, I put my, I can't see this, but I put my hands up in the air. I remember like just being so fucking mad because it was my first day of coming home from work. Um, and then I put my blinker on and I was like, this bitch better follow me. This fucking person better follow me. And she did follow me. Thankfully got all sorted out. It was raining. She was crying. Um, Ouch. she looked like she was about my age. Um, but I could see her work uniform and she was crying a lot. And like, it was, she was like also coming from work. Like we were both just like, uh, it was, she's out here hustling. Yeah. 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 It's rough out there, man. So what did you do? Did you like exchange insurance? Or did you just say, you know what? Fuck it. And just walk away. Yeah. Well, I was, I was like, well, I took a picture. It wasn't that bad. There's like a tiny little dent. Um, and then I got a picture of her insurance and, and her driver's license. Um, the funny thing is that she didn't even ask me for any of my stuff. She, I mean, it was 100% her fault. I was literally at a fucking red light. Um, so I just took all pictures of all her stuff. And then I called her insurance like three times. They never called me back. And then I gave up. So that's how much fucking constitution I have. I also, obviously, if it was a bit more serious issue, I would have fucking, you know, gone through with it. Mm-hmm. But it was a little love tap, and it's fine. Yeah. Similarly, I was lightly rear-ended in, like, stop-and-go traffic on the highway. Mm. Put the hazards on, pulled over to the side. I, I guess I don't have to worry about people just speeding off up here in the, the Pacific Northwest. Uh, comes over with me, and, like, I got out, and I couldn't even see what had happened. And I was like, I'm good if you're good, dude. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And we just <laughs> went our separate ways. It took That's about 30 seconds. It's got to be kind seconds. of liberating right now about having, like, not a new car, right? Yes, it is nice. Just to just, like, really not care. And it's like a... Because I, luckily... I, I also kinda... legitimately could not even see where he had hit me. Okay. Nice. Nice. But yes, 100%. The age of the car and the fact that I can just kind of, like, do whatever I want with it definitely plays a factor because i live that life cassidy but my car is not new and i am so in debt for my car um it just i just don't care about my car you know i like when my things look nice mm-hmm. in general I'm, I'm a i'm a presentation guy um so you know something real something i'm not gonna get crazy unless something real bad happened to my car but i'll also know that this car will die at some point or will just i will outlive this car I just basically got to make it last like four years so I could pay it off. So this isn't an invitation to fuck with my car, but 
I definitely feel that. Like, I know I shouldn't feel that way, but I do feel that way. I think the most... Li- so, I bought a new car. Okay. And the most liberating thing was the first, like, mm, scratch okay. on it. Because when you mm. get anything new, you're like, oh, I want to keep it... Right, right. Pristine. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. Plus, like, I've never had a new car before, so it was like, oh, this is, like, new and shiny. And then, like, I obsessed about it. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, fuck it up. It's new. I paid for it. Like, let's do it. And then, uh, like, it got scratched. I was like, you know what? I literally parked this thing outside on the fucking street and go inside and leave it, like, for multiple hours every night. Like, Like, it's crazy that it's here. Yeah. The fact that it even still fucking works. Right. Like. Yeah. So once you get over that, it's nice. Maybe that's the thing that happened, right? I got hit literally on my first, it was my second day in Texas, my first day at work. Maybe I just got broken early. Yeah, I think that first amount of damage definitely wipes the slate clean. Mm. Sets you free, baby. Yeah, it does. We're three people that can't do car stuff, like at all, right? No. Can you change, you think you can change the oil on your car, Cass? No, but that's my next task to learn. So quick, Mm. quick, quick update here. Uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show, I mentioned that we had a very leaky faucet and that I was going to need help from from either Mr. Street or uh, or Mr. Atherton. And I ended up just doing it my damn self. Oh, so everyone left you out to dry. No, I, I didn't. I didn't provide the information. I didn't reach out. No one <laughs> okay. is at fault here okay. except for me. OK, let me be clear. Um, but I, I did that myself and that felt pretty fucking good. Um and then I fixed our leaky shower, and that felt pretty fucking good. So I'm, like, on to my next thing. I, and I do need an oil change, so I would love to be able to change my own oil. I don't know where to get rid of it. That seems well, like yeah, a pain. That's the thing. You have to take it. Like, most of those, like, you know, in a, what do you got by you? An AutoZone? An O'Reilly Auto Something cars, like that, yeah. You know, Pep Boys, right? Jiffy They'll Lube. Take a, yeah, Jiffy Lube. I'm pretty sure most of those places will take it. You just have to, like, dispose of it in those plastic little bowls that yeah. are special for oil. Yeah, yeah. And you put it back in a bottle, and then you take the bottle back. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure about it. I remember, I remember going <laughs> with my dad one time to do that, and I, that I locked in there. You could cook with it. You mm. could cook with it, yeah. Make Recycling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I, – I found myself just trying to milk Robert for all the car information I can. Can you, you know? change a tire? Oh no! No, of course not. Okay, I oh, see. Yeah, I, I can do that one. I can do that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, I could, but I don't have like a little uh, what? What do you call them? A little, a little lifter, a little a jack, a jack. Yes. Are you so sure I, you don't have a jack? Your I'm car, your, your car didn't come with a jack in your trunk. My car did not come with a jack. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, my car also does not come with a spare. Okay. Oh well, that, well that? it makes sense that you wouldn't have a jack. I yeah. guess. But uh, you know, I got I got Geico full coverage. There we full go. Emergency roadside coverage. There we go. Yeah, so I don't even need AAA. Like I just use it. Geico Geico's got my back. Have you ever they had to use it? Send the lizard out. Yeah, they'll send the lizard. <laughs> out. What have, was that, Cass? Have you ever had to use it? Mm, no. I've always wondered how like how roadside good? assistance like actually works because I've I've never used AAA. Like I've never used any of that shit. Yeah. Oh, well, well I've seen ca- AAA in action. I've never done it myself. But I remember my cousin got his, got her car keys stuck in her car, and they just came in with that, you know, that little thief tool. Yeah, yeah. Pop up, pop open that 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 little lock through the window. We call those a slim jim. A slim jim. Mm-hmm. That's a fun. That's a fun name for yeah. for a tool for crimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when my car exploded, we. Uh, we used All right, you can't, You're so dramatic. <laughs> Uh, we used the when your uh, card caught on fire. Is we accurate. used we used roadside assistance, uh, and it sucked. What'd they come do? So, I had to go out there. So I went out there and found my dad on the side of the road, and so I pulled up behind him, and uh, we called roadside, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll be there in thirty minutes." So we waited sixty minutes. Oof! Right. Uh, and they didn't come. Within that time, though, three cops stopped. To check if everything was okay. And then two of the cops came and put down like those flares. Little, yep. little dynamite sticks that don't yeah. explode. Yeah. Yep, around <laughs> us to like because it was getting dark, so they were like, We're gonna form a circle yeah. of trust around you. This'll protect you from oncoming semi trucks. <laughs> um, but also, you know what happened a lot was uh 
Good Samaritans. A lot of Good Samaritans stopped. Just like regular can't, folks can't stopping for Regular you? folks like pulled over and were like, hey, you, you need any help? You Damn. Need a jump start? There you go, Jersey. You need a, you need a jack? It's like now <laughs> we're just waiting for the, the fucking cars done. It's right. Uh, but roadside assistance through the insurance. The I guess like the truck driver they got, he was like in fucking Canada. <laughs> and he was taking his sweet ass time to get there. So we like one of the cops came. We were like, we're just going to leave it here. And like the guy will come get it when he comes and gets it. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. You don't have to be there technically. I mean, technically we have to be there, but we waited like almost two hours and I didn't, we just called the guy and he was like, I'm going to be another hour. So just leave it and I'll, I'll get there and jack it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Damn. So it was not a positive experience. Well, yeah, I feel, I wonder, I'm very curious with Geico if they, you know, have a third party, like a system of third, a network of third party mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that does this for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Austin's probably got a, you know. I've got Geico now, Austin's too, not so that big. we're in the same boat. No, we're not. I pay three <laughs> times the amount of money you pay for car insurance. <clears throat> Is that just because you're a new driver? Yes, because I've been driving for four months. My Geico insurance rep, when I called, I called to like set it all up, I had no idea what I was doing. He was so uh, nice. Yeah, I, that, I mean, that's I called so many places, and I ended up going with Geico. Like They had competitive rates, so it's not like I was getting boned anyways, but... They uh they were they just explained I was like dude I don't know shit about car insurance break it all down for me those are the best customer service experiences where I will literally stay on the line and be like dude I'll do whatever survey I gotta do I'll fucking like transfer me to someone and I'll tell them to give you a raise like this is oh man there's something so chef's kiss about good good customer service experience oh yeah I like told my rare. guy I was like oh I'm getting it because I'm moving out. He's like, oh, you're moving out. Congrats. So That's, you. He's like, you're really killing the game, man. I was like, yeah, get my own place. He's like, what about renter's insurance? You're going to need that. Buddy. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, that's oh what they got. God, I, need, I do need that. Playing like, the well, game. Get it through us. He's like, he's like, it's super cheap, and it'll bring your car insurance down. I was like, let's do it then. Protect me, man. Oh, so you fell for it. Well, I needed renter's insurance. Oh, you needed it. Okay. I think our place, like, we pay for it with through our place. We have insurance, which I believe is in the Geico family. Mm, okay. Yeah. And I have to tell I see you, a lot of ads. Talk, talk about not knowing how to set up car insurance. I didn't even fucking set up car insurance. I'm just like on my fucking wife's plan now, dude. That's how my life is. I mean, that's good. That's why you get Oh, married. it's great. No, it's nice. I'm just saying. You guys are much more yeah. competent than I am. <clears throat> oh, yeah. By far. Yeah. Now, this reminds me, speaking of Geico. Are you guys familiar with the caveman show that they made? Oh, yeah. Yes. I recently remembered about this. Went down a rabbit hole and figured out that they did, in fact, make a TV show loosely based on the cavemen from the Geico commercial. So how loosely? Like, what is the involvement? Does Geico have their name on that product in any way? No. It's just a powerful ad that... There was oh you know like Uncle Drew you familiar with Uncle Drew sure yes I yes, am you're a basketball guy same yes. situation where it's just like Pepsi's not really involved with Uncle Drew is that true they just, they're just like you know it's like a Pepsi film so they okay. produced it because their names on it um so they just oh, so, so we'll see that's huge then oh okay I thought you're telling me if like you know the lizard didn't direct this film. no no <laughs> no but like there's an association that's that's Pepsi being uh, like yes this is a Pepsi produced product. And you're I'm telling me that's research. not the case with the cavemen? No. So if I do my, if I remember mm-hmm. my timeline correctly, the dude who directed and wrote the caveman show worked at the ad agency and was played a role in creating the cavemen ad spots for Geico. He then took that idea and made like a TV show out of it. The TV show has aged horrendously. <laughs> well, can I read you the sentence that I might lead you into? Why this show maybe doesn't work anymore? Yep. Um, the show was created by Joe Lawson and set in San Diego, California, based on the Geico Caveman commercials, which were also written by Lawson. The show was described by the network as a unique buddy comedy that offers a clever twist on stereotypes and turns race relations on its head. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the pilot was panned for being incredibly racist. And um, it it got a full season or maybe a couple episodes. I'm trying to find out. 
how many episodes we went with. But I can't 13 believe... 13 episodes. That's a full season. Wow. I watched maybe five minutes of, a cl- of, a, of an episode, and I was like, I don't know what fucking executive... Like, I would like to watch shit. five Nick minutes Kroll's of an episode. In this show. Who's in it? Nick Kroll? Nick Kroll. He's one of the cavemen. Poor guy. Yeah, man. This is 2007. In the series, cavemen were never really fully sub- supplanted. Mm-hmm. Does that mean replaced? Mm-hmm. Okay. Supplanted by modern humans, but integrated into Homo sapien civilizations as a separate species subgroup. Cavemen are a small but widespread minority group that have been present in every global civilization oh, since okay. the dawn of recorded history. A montage scene in the opening credits shows cavemen and Egyptian hieroglyphs when George Washington crossed the Delaware, standing with Abraham Lincoln and participating in the space program. Effectively... Cavemen from an effectively cavemen form another ethnic minority in the modern world, which faces several prejudice from Homo sapiens. Sometimes referring to humans by the derogatory term smoothies in reference to their relative lack of hair, or sapies in reference to their species. Although these cavemen self-identify as Cro-Magnon, their facial appearance and physical anatomy is reminiscent of the Neanderthal. This is very funny. Common thing in uh, pop culture. Uh, we just put the Neanderthal in everything, even though they're like they're not necessarily like the they like you know we have some some people have especially Eastern European people have Neanderthal blood in them, but we're not even like direct descendants of them. Fun fact: the writer and producer is clearly intended to portray the protagonist as Homo Neanderthal Neanderthalensis, which is anatomically different from modern humans, but sufficiently closely related that they. Can be classed as separate species, and then we just get some facts about cavemen. Well, that just sounds like hijinks ensue, man. Let me tell you what. Dude, oh yeah. yeah, I can so only just... imagine the commentary oh. on race. <laughs> Hold on, I'm on the reception. In terms of reception from the media, the show was critically savaged. <laughs> I've never heard that description before. Oh, I'm gonna start using that. That's good. The Chicago Tribune listed it as one of the 25 worst TV shows ever. <laughs> and the New York Post declared the show extinct on arrival. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, good line. Good line. New York Times wrote, I laughed, but I laughed through my pain. Cavemen set in some version of San Diego where people speak with southern accents doesn't have moments as much as microseconds suspended from any attempt at narrative. Oof. Pulitzer Prize Not so loved. said the show was... Um, no, that's a good thing. I'm not going to read that. Was bad. Yeah, looks sounds bad. Joe Lawson went on to write six episodes of BoJack. Wow. Including wow. Uh, the award-winning Stop the Press episode. Hmm. So. Guess you, know, you figured it out. The glow-up. Once he got away from the meddling hands of Geico... You know. So Geico wasn't involved. That's what's fucking crazy. Yeah, because that is very weird. Yeah, and well, I guess not the property, but because you can't own cavemen. But. Geico Geico has an ad with the cavemen where they reference the show, the Super Bowl ad, right? They like say like, "Weren't those dark times when we had a sitcom?" The fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, here, after the show's cancellation, a Geico commercial was aired during Super Bowl uh, XLII in which two cavemen watched television, switched it off, and had an exchange about cavemen. Huh, a TV show. About us? What was the deal with that makeup? Exactly. Why not just use real cavemen? Well, I thought their diction was good. You could hear everything they were saying. At least they didn't say it was easy. It... Yeah, yeah, at least there's that. That's apparently the whole script. I don't get... <laughs> I don't get it. Bad TV. <laughs> the Geico man. Cinematic Universe, man. It's just one. What a time. What a time. It is what a time, right? Hang on. Before, before we move away from Geico, while we're yeah. talking about insurance. <clears throat> so I've been making these videos at work, right? And someone who, who I know and like at work said, oh, yeah, you're like our flow. And I don't know if I should take that as a compliment or not. People love Flo. Yeah, I think. She has her own Twitter account. Is that generally a positive thing? Yeah. I would say so. Okay. Are you a brand ambassador, Cass? Are you going to have a Twitter handle? Are you a brand influencer? Do you I ever... sure hope not. 
uh, Sergeant Cass underscore insert name of company. <laughs> I mean, it's all internal, so nobody nobody on the fucking outside knows me. Can I Are see one of Are these videos unlisted? Like how? No, how it's it's all them? internal. Oh, so where are they? Be- are they not being posted anywhere? Well, they are being posted, but on on, on like an intranet. Mm. Love yeah. a good intranet. Yeah, no, you do. <laughs> you, you have an intranet at your place, Andrew? I I do, in fact. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's got to be crazy. I mean, you guys work for huge companies. Yes. So it, it, it checks out. Um. I uh, I don't work for you know. There's like twelve people in my company. Um, that's crazy. Cause I, I I was really nervous at first. I was like, man, should I be worried about like my internet history? You know, I'm sure like the IT guy can like literally see everything I'm looking at. But after a while, I was just like, nah. What's gonna happen? Like literally, nothing is blocked at work. So what are you looking at work? Like, can you can you give me what you're? I mean, not, like not, nothing nothing bad, but nothing you know, branchy. like I for example, like obviously all my social media like social media is not blocked because I have to use it for work. Um, I don't know. I've never had to do something at work and be like, I can't do this. I guess is my point. Mm-hmm. That that's my that's my. Thought. So with an intranet, like, what do you miss the most about real internet, Cass? Well, I have we that still, too. Yeah, we still get real internet. Oh, it's just for internal like processes. Basically. It's like that we have sites that you know you can't access from off network. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. Cast yeah. Slack at work. <sighs> I fucking wish, dude. Oh, we got Slack. Yeah, we. we, slack? we I got had Slack, slack like at my last ago. place, and it was great. We're on Skype. Oh fuck that! What? Talk about cavemen. <laughs> <laughs> we're on dude, fucking you could have told me Skype, Skype was dude. dead, and I would have bought it. No, and then I think we're gonna do Teams. Do y'all fuck with Teams? That's a Microsoft product too, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, Microsoft. Boy. Oh, I guess yeah. it is. It's pre-installed. Yeah, Slack's yeah. fucking great, though. I wish we'd get Slack. We yeah, should honestly. move to Slack. As, like, a podcast, we should move to Slack. I've suggested that, and I was ghosted by everyone. I'm ready to do it. Let's do it. I only use, me- like, Facebook Messenger because of you guys. Okay, I'm in. You in, Andy? Yeah, we let's could- do it. Okay. For let's, Sam, it really doesn't matter. Let's strong arm him. Because on a on a Android phone anyways. What's Robert going to do? I feel like Robert's going to be anti-Slack. He will be anti-slack, but he already has slack for work. So, what? Well, you you want friends, Robert? You got to fucking get on our Slack channel. I would love if Robert was using his Slack work and Slack here and was accidentally interchanging the two. Yeah. Oh man! Sent- See, now you're making me nervous. Now I don't want to do it. <laughs> now Sending I'm all fucking nervous. Now I want I want Robert's work chat to get the full Robert. Oh my god, dude! They they can't handle full Robert. Sometimes I can't even handle full Robert. I would love to be a fly on the wall in a meeting with Robert. Dude, I always say that, and I said to his face because I tell him how weird he is. Like, <laughs> I I'm like, dude, I can't even imagine you doing work stuff. And he was like breaking down something because you know he does like he does a lot of data analysis. Like he he does number stuff. I think more so than any of us and. He was like breaking down for me. And I was like, okay, I get it now. Like this stuff's very like very nuanced. You're, Lizard you're, brain. You're, you're looking at numbers and spreadsheets all day. But now that he's like doing meeting stuff, he's like, yeah, I was on a client call. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you were on a client call? How'd you do that? Just can't see it. He's such a weird dude. Telling him about game pass. And he's I so know. Tall. That's the thing. He he doesn't turn that stuff off when he goes off mic. <laughs> Like it doesn't stop. I, yeah. What a life you live. <sighs> yeah, man. I'll, I'll tell you what, Cassidy. I'm really upset that I feel like you used to. You used to bring some bangers onto the show. How do you mean? Just, just nuggets of wisdom. Do you feel like I'm not doing my part? Yeah. For the most part. I mean, I can I can check my notes. I can see if I have anything good for you. Um, But it is going to take just a moment. You want to know about me? Um, Damn, I don't know, man. Uh, Work has been very busy. Yeah. Very busy and not fun. Not fun. Um, 
uh boy oh boy we're getting our fucking house ready so i i've been doing my little handyman stuff which is actually very nice and rewarding let me tell you okay okay here's something here we go here we go because i think i think we can all identify that like we're fucking sitting behind a computer and like typing up some bullshit right all fucking day and then when we relax we're on our phones and we're looking at some more bullshit all fucking day or we're playing a game or whatever Every, like, 5%, 10% of the time, it is so nice and so rewarding to, like, get down and just do something physically, like, with your hands. Yes. Yeah. You know, I do you count... Let me, let me ask you this. I know it's not in the same exact ballpark. I've been getting this feeling a lot from just cleaning. Lately. Great. I count that. You, you count that? Sure. If, okay. if 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 you're coming at it from like a, ah, this is nice, I'm tidying up my house, and not like a, fuck, I have to pick up, and this sucks yeah, kind yeah. of thing. No, it's definitely from like, because I love cleaning like like uh, above and beyond mm. early in the morning on like a weekend day. We're talking like dusting? Sitting, yeah, like everything. Like, okay. Like uh, wiping down ca- like every countertop I can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, mopping and vacuuming. We got like a lot of hardwood floor out there. Um, cleaning my restroom, you know, get like doing laundry, making sure uh, my closet's in order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That kind of stuff is good. Do you feel that with with like are you a cleaner? I have a recent love of cleaning, but it took mm-hmm. fucking like twenty seven years of my life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now I like it because I can appreciate when it's all done and I am sitting in this nice space. And if I get it clean, it's easier to keep clean. It's only going to take 30 seconds to pick this up again. So just like keep keep a little bit of discipline, like your fucking parents always said, and you'll have a great time. Between you and your wife, you know, she's not, she's never going to listen to this. Right. Who, 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 who's, who's doing most of the cleaning in the house? So it's flipped, right? It used to be that I was the messy one and Mm -hmm. she would have to fucking run around and pick up after me. And now it's flipped because I think I rubbed off on her and she rubbed off on me. And then we, you know, Mm -hmm. reverse polarity or however, we're going to have to bring Robbie in for the numbers on that one. Yeah. We'll have him analyze the data. Uh, and now I'm fucking picking up after her, but she, but she does virtually all of the cooking. So that's a, I, I think not I, a lot of I people can't even talk. That is a fair exchange. I think so Cooking too. Cooking is so can be fun, but it, for the like ninety percent of the time, it's so annoying because it's not coming from a place of like, let's do something great. It's just like, well, we gotta eat. Well, she says she likes to cook, and I have obviously there have been times when I enjoy cooking. Right? It's like you yeah. find a recipe that you want to make, or you've made something before, and you know it's a banger, and you're excited to get after it. Uh, but. Most of the nights, it's like, I really don't want to cook right now. I just want to eat. And uh, so, yeah, to to give one person the responsibility of, like, whether you want to or not, you are going to have to cook. It's like, oof. So, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll clean all day. I know I was begging for a nugget, Cassidy. And you you, you showed up, man. You're you're a great pinch hitter. Okay, thanks. When when you're needed, you're definitely there. Um, But I need to toss this over because we've – Stumbled perfectly into, I think, a topic we haven't really discussed on the show, unless you guys did it one of the 50 times I wasn't on recently. <laughs> um, Andrew, mm-hmm. you have a you have a, a lady I friend. Do. Um, and I can't she say her recently, name. Work doesn't allow it. Yeah. She recently started working, I mean, living with you. You guys mm-hmm. live together, I guess. That's what you call it. You guys are cohabiting. Yeah. Which is good for you. That sounds like a... It's been a week. A week? Well, it's oh, been it's... two weeks, but the day after she moved in, I went on a week-long work trip and wasn't oh, here. So, right, it's mm-hmm. been one week technically. How was the apartment when you came back? It was fine. It feels a lot more homey. Homey. Because I didn't nice. like. I had. Does she st- feel, does she settled in. Oh, I feel yeah. like I see fresh flowers back there. Even. Whoa. See which, that? You didn't do that. Which is a very nice touch. Love yeah, me mean, some fresh flowers. The place feels lived in. I mean, before it was just, you know, amiibos strewn about, <laughs> uh, some records, a TV, Joy-Cons everywhere. <laughs> now it's a it's a home. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys, obviously you guys, like, lived very close to each other, spent time at each other's house a lot. But, you know, what, like, what, talk, talk to me about cohabitation. 
yeah, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, I, I'll, I'll echo all the same things, Cassie. We split stuff. Uh, you know, I like to clean, but I like to cook more. And I don't mm. think she likes to cook as much. So that's a win. Yeah, yes, I'll, I'll handle the cooking. But, you know, cleaning, I enjoy a good clean, especially now that I got my own place. Like when I lived at my parents' place, like oh, I'll clean my room, but I don't give a fuck about the other rest of the house. Right, mm. right, right. But uh, now you clean, it's like you sit down after cleaning, you're like, I like this place. I feeling, did this. It's, yeah, I'm feeling the accomplishments, the dopamine. Yeah. Hit, hit me with one of your go-to dishes. It's a Tuesday yeah. night. You have no motivation to cook, but here we are. It's fucking dinner time. Uh, an easy thing for us to make: smash burgers. You get the skillet. You're gonna out. have to give me more. I don't even know what that fucking means. You don't know what a smash burger is? It's like I don't you ever think have a so. burger at a Shake smash Shack burger? or Smash Burger. No, <laughs> no, and no. It's basically they take, uh, they take the chopped meat. But you don't use as much. You don't want a thick burger. You take it, you toss it in the, the skillet, you hit it with the spatula, mm. and you, like, smash it. So it gets nice and thin. It okay. breaks apart a little bit so yes. it's a little crispy okay. on the outside. And then you, you throw some cheese on there. You throw it on either a lettuce wrap mm-hmm. or a, mm-hmm. maybe a, a Martin's potato roll if you're feeling spicy. Easy. Done in, like, ten minutes. Damn. Okay. All right. That was a great answer. Melissa is uh, real-time updates. She can hear this whole conversation. She sent me a text and said, how dare you say you like to clean? (laughs) (laughs) Keeping them honest. Keeping them honest. But yeah, it's been great. Cohabitation, it's awesome. Anything unexpected? Anything unexpected. Uh, I can't leave my towel. Like, I have a habit of leaving my towels everywhere. Like, after Yo. a shower, I'll leave my towel on the bed. Wet towel on the bed. Yo. Like, You're a fucking animal. Can't be doing that. You're a fucking animal. Well, it's like this... I'm leaving in the work for work in the morning. I'm in a rush. This was, it. Nice this was in our wedding vows. Because Amber fucking leaves her wet towel on the bed all the damn time, dude. She's better at it now. That. But what what is the matter with you? I mean, look, okay. I know we all have different home layouts, so your answer might vary. But... When you get out of the shower, mm-hmm. do you put clothes on in the restroom? No. Or in, like, in none, no clothes? I, I have a towel on, but I go to, like, my room. Okay. Because here's the thing. The room is all steamy and hot. I don't get, like, I don't want to get dressed in that. I'll be no, all but, moist. I mean, I'll, I'll take. That's I'll how mold take, grows uh, on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, my, I'll take my, uh, my undergarments into the restroom. That's respectful. Maybe a t-shirt. Maybe. That's a little crazy because, you know, you want to be real dry when you put on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll go to the restroom. So I, re- I actually never take the towel out of the restroom, which is oh. why this sounds so crazy to me. The towel buy, never I'm, leaves the room. Yeah, I have like a back-of-the-door hook. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got my one towel on there. It gets nice and dry. It doesn't, never, uh, <laughs> never gets all uh, uh, gross. Mm-hmm. You know? No mildew. No mildew. I was gonna say mold, but I was like, that mold's definitely not, not what I'm thinking of. No, you don't want that either. Yeah, you cast your, your go to. <clears throat> so my answer is it, it it changes, but I would right, I do want to throw out yeah it is a little jazz. I do want to throw out the robe. Is anybody a robe guy? I want a robe. I pulled so the trigger bad. on a robe. Dude. Oh, within the last few years, and so now that comes into the bathroom with me. So you do your thing, you get all dried off, you robe it around the house and into your room where you, you know, take a little extra time to dry if you need it, get dressed, pick out your clothes, that kind of thing. Now, what's the two questions? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much, you know, Robert lives in his robe. If he's not going to work, he wears his fucking Jedi Council robe. I know around. the robe in question. And it's a fucking yes. power move, dude. It's fucked up. Like it does make me feel inferior. Yeah. So I've been I've been hungry for a robe, but I just don't know where to start, what to begin. I don't like. Do I want a? Because his is very fluffy, so I feel like it would get very hot. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't enjoy it as much. I kind of like maybe like a you know more of a uh, on the kimono side. Mm-hmm. More on the um, more on the silk end. You're, Something you're a bit thinner. Th- no, you're looking for that. I think so, but I mean I I don't know I'm, I'm I could be talked either way so. I think it's I think it's climate and use specific because like we're we're fairly chilly up here um, 
And I also want to be able to use mine of like, oh, I got to go get the cat or something. So I'm just going to fucking throw this thing over my T-shirt and go outside like a real 90 year old Um, if I need to or if I'm already in them. (laughs) <laughs> I stay in them. I guess yeah, you sleep in jeans like a psycho. No, I, no, I, I, I don't sleep don't in jeans. jeans. Come on now. Um, so I have a fleece one. I have like a big plaid fleece oh, okay. one. Okay. Um, but that also means like I can't really use it during the summer because nobody wants to come out of their fucking, you know, nice cold shower and put on a fleece robe. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. So it, it definitely, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to find one that makes you happy year round really. Might be the, the consensus. You might be able to find like a nice medium weight middle ground. I'm sure that's out there. It's just these are weird things where like I struggle to I have to talk myself into buying them. You know? Because I'm like part of my brain is like, you don't need that. Just don't buy that. And then that's just money you just have. Right? And then the other part of me is like, well, what the fuck's the point of like working and, and making money if I'm not gonna not going to spend know, it on the, the luxuries on a, of life. On a, on a robe. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 tough. How do you... Well, what about, like, birthdays and, and Christmases and stuff? We'll see. You I know, think can be like, I, I would love f- a robe for Christmas. It's like, all right, that's, that's perfect parent bait. Yeah. I bet your mom would love to buy you a robe. Uh, I feel like my mom's going to fuck it up somehow. Okay. <laughs> Send her no, a link just, to a robe. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like, that's the funny thing. We've definitely gotten into that thing. Like ever since I was in college and just like not there, I mean my I mean, with Christmas my parents never even like. It's weird because some people would qualify this as bad gift givers. Like there was a couple years every now and then where my parents definitely surprised me with something like as a little kid, but for the most part they were always so good at like, it's your birthday, you know you don't just get shit all the time. Mm-hmm. What do you actually want? Yeah, right. Like let's let's think let's talk about it. Let's get the surprises out of the way. You'll still get it wrapped or whatever the fuck. But, like, what what's going on? So, I, I do appreciate that. And I think with Lexi, I've definitely hit that point, too. I'm like, dude, like, let's not play games. We'll, we'll be cute with each other and surprise each other every now and then. Mm-hmm. But, like, let me buy you the stuff you're not going to buy yourself. And you buy me the stuff I'm not going to buy myself. And let's just call it a day. We're adults here. We're and I'm gonna feel adults. I'm gonna feel a lot better about giving you something that you actually want instead of yeah. like something that I buy you and fucking sits it's in a drawer game. for three years before it gets sent to Goodwill. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. But with Lexi, like, see, Lexi just Lexi actually gave me the greatest gift I've ever gotten in my life. Happiness. Um, maybe number two. What was that? What'd you say, Andrew? Happiness. No. Okay. Still, still looking for that one. Um maybe best gift i ever got in my life i got a ds light when i was like in fifth oh, grade that yeah. shit was pretty and i didn't think i was gonna get it that's one of those examples where i was like dude there's no way my parents will buy me a ds like, yes they hate video games like it's expensive like i just don't I, i'm a bad kid i don't deserve it a lot of a lot of reasons why i shouldn't have gotten a ds got the ds light new super mario bros came on came with it and nicktoons unite so it was a big day wow um second best gift of all time Lexi gave me a watch for graduation last year, or this year, a couple months ago, right before I left, and it's engraved on the inside. Damn. And I'm not going to tell you what it, what's what's engraved in there. That's between me and me myself, me you and her God. and the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but watch became like the perfect example now of like I would have never bought myself a watch, and now like yep. I get it now. I feel every time I put it on, dude. It just makes me so happy. I'll be at work and I'll go fucking see it. And I'm just like, oh, wow, I got this is, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's You're a professional. I would have never bought it for myself. Yeah, it's yeah. empowering. Yeah, it is empowering. I definitely and I feel like less. I feel inferior when I'm not wearing it. So the other advantage that I want to offer up of just telling people what you want and, and then getting you what you what you asked for is it does offer up the swerve because I remember as a kid Ooh, asking okay. for a Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want a Nintendo 64. Mom and dad, give me a Nintendo 64. They're like, we cannot afford it. Absolutely right. not. I just want you to know so that you are not disappointed. You are not getting a Nintendo 64. I'm like, okay, fucking moved on with my life. Right. Christmas, the pill. Christmas morning. What do I fucking get? 
Nintendo 64. Let's go, mom and dad. Yeah. I mean, that is a power move. I got the same thing happened with me, exact same circumstances with the PS2. Yep, let's go. Come on. It was the yeah. Wii for me. The Wii. Because if you remember, the Wii was like, you couldn't fucking get a Wii. They were selling out everywhere. Yes. They couldn't keep up with demand. You shoot a glance over to your parents and they're just like, ah. <laughs> like, you know, they did the whole yeah. open all your gifts, clothes. We got one more. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it was hard to get one this year. Santa couldn't find it. And then they're like, oh, oh wait, what's that? Over behind the, the fucking couch. Andrew, why don't you go check that out? I run over fucking wee, wee shaped voice. box yeah yeah we it's got that we, it's got that we weight to it. it it feels like a we spent all day no. playing we sports and fucking red steel man what a day <clears throat> what a morning what a day i have a question to both of you the lord's De- day both of you definitely gonna have kids at some point i think that's a guarantee mm-hmm. i include myself in that guarantee i think it's happening um what what's what's up with santa you know, like I think it's a, I'm torn. I'm torn. You got to I feel like it's pure like wholesome, you know, they believe in the how magic. How far though? Oh, what I do mean, you mean how far? They'll hit an age where they're going to know. But yeah, do are you, you just let them figure it out? You let them figure it out. Yeah. And you just never break the illusion. Well, once they know like, you I'm not break saying the you illusion. Can... Once the, the illusion is broken, that's when it's like we're exchanging gifts of love or here here's the thing though there there is a gray area right let's say your kid comes home and says hey dad um someone at school told me santa's not real were they lying it's like now what do you do that's what i don't want well now what do you do though well that's what i'm saying do you maybe preemptively I don't want to do. I don't want to preemptively pop the shell. No. I want to be well, in this situation. I just don't know what the answer is. See, I want to have the kid in school that ruins the illusion for everyone else. No, don't do that. I want to have a little, a little fucking truther. I think it depends on the age. Well, I'm t- I mean, the ages, the the ages are happening. So let's say one to five. I mean, in the age of the like when we, at least when I grew up, like I couldn't Google that shit on my own. Well, okay, one to five, you're not Googling shit. One to, one to five, definitely not. No. One to five, not. No. But one like, to five, e- hit... even if my four-year-old comes home and says, hey, is Santa real? I'll be like, yeah, hell yeah, Santa's real. Yeah. Really? Let's talk Man. in two years. I think is once that, they hit like seven. Bad, no, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. A part of me is just like, I, I, I want to, here's the thing. Parenting is all a fucking experiment anyways, right? Like, there's no right, wrong answer. You're just trying your best, it seems. So, I, like, should I just do, sacrifice my kid and see what the outcome is when you just are honest? I don't know. I think about just, like, how many times my parents lied to me for things like that. I think it, I built up a fucked up complex about it. Wait, your parents lied to you about Santa being real? Well, not, like, not forever. But, you know, st- little things like that. Like, what if you just don't? What if you just don't? I think I think the real answer is like you you find that wishy washy middle of like you know it's more of like a spirit of Santa kind of you know bullshit. The ghost of Santa. Santa's well, of just like you know the ho- the holiday spirit and Santa's all around and and that's what Santa really is and you know do well, like that kind of thing. Here's an important question I think for all of us. New age like baloney. Christmas. Yes. Christ in the title, right? Uh, how, like what is christmas i i firmly stand by the belief that christmas is a cultural holiday at this point i agree but like to a kid when a kid is asking i don't think a kid's gonna know what the fuck christ is right at you know one through five mm-hmm. but like what it, how do you explain like when a kid is what is christmas how do you answer that question you know what i'm saying i think you can like, explain you can, the story so and like the what stories? Well, like, you know, I, I think maybe not even the stories, but I think you explain like the uh, like the meaning behind it, the celebration love each of other. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. The, it's a season of joy and giving and love. Yeah. and It's a reminder to appreciate the people in your life. Yeah, exactly. That too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving, it's but later. It's the same thing for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, perfect. Yeah. We don't, we're not celebrating colonization. We're celebrating family and what we're thinking. A coming together. Yes. Yeah. 
an excuse and a thanksgiving yeah okay i'm so i'm i I, you know i'm convinced i just still uh i mean if you want to be if you want to be honest like just tell them it's a fucking it's all a scam by major corporations to sell you shit (laughs) here's what i think here's where i think you've miscalculated you're gonna have a lot of fun putting the cookies out on the plate and then coming Um, back down later and taking the bites out of the cookies and taking some bites out of the carrots and then coming back down the next morning and be like, oh, I guess Rudolph was hungry. They ate almost all the carrots. I can't wait. This does sound really cute. This shit's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, man. Lexi would get into that shit, too. He'd be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, look, Santa left one big present under the chimney. And you'd be like, fuck, yeah, I did. (laughs) That was me, dog. You don't even know. The joy. Fucking idiot. The joy on their face, like, when they're in that, like, four to five age, when they, like, understand the concepts of of gifts. You can't give that up. Yeah, all the shit around the tree. Like, you see them fucking light up. It does sound great. You're you're right. That was a good good check, mate. You can't give that up. Yeah. I'm just thinking... You know, because I don't remember having a dramatic moment where I realized Santa wasn't real. Me neither. I think I was always skeptical. <laughs> you know, then I was like, "This is weird." I don't, I was. I think I just always very, very practical person. I mean, I but... definitely believed pretty late. And like, I definitely believed. I, I just I don't remember when I stopped. I remember. Yeah, I think it just like slowly happened mm-hmm. right, through school exposure with other something kids. like yeah, that. I definitely remember moments where it was like. A kid definitely be like, Santa's not real. And you're like, <laughs> shut up, man. That's not. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? How, how would they deliver all those? I do have a, you know, a thinking in my head. The two rationales as I got older, I was like, well, one, how does the military handle Santa? Flying, <laughs> yeah. flying through the airspace. And then the second thing. Well, I thing, thought because of the Nightmare Before Christmas is why I, like, my mom showed me that movie so young. And remember they shoot down? Oh, yeah. They Jack sh- Skellington? So I was like, what the fuck? If they got this guy, they're definitely getting Santa. And then the other thing was like, oh, if it's nighttime here, it's morning over there. So Santa has gone there already. But then, I don't know. I, like, my dumb kid brain couldn't comprehend time zones and how he handled <laughs> that. kid thought, though. <laughs> yeah uh, but see that's that's the thing that's where like what if you just have a really inquisitive kid you know you've seen him kids that just ask too many questions like young sheldon yeah like <laughs> but like if, if a kid just asks you like so how does santa get from here to here do i fucking just like lie to this kid magic dude that's all you gotta say you can go to santatracker.com mm-hmm. that was, yeah that was yep. a, that was a staple in my household yeah, like, and oh, you watch, come over. You to the watch dialogue. the weather report on Christmas Eve, and they tell you it's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be pretty good for Santa tonight. You know, weather's clear. It's it's just like it all feeds into the fantasy, you know. Let me see, SantaTracker.google.com. This is a lot more. Whoa, this there's like game, there's whoa, there's like a hip hop beat on this. Yeah, this is a what lot. Is it autoplay music? Oh, it yes, it used to legitimately just be one of those like flight trackers that you get on the back seat of a plane. Yeah, but with like Santa. the Domino's fucking pizza order thing. Yes, yeah, almost exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> I love that we all got that reference. Andrew pretending like he's too good for Domino's. Domino's is maybe the greatest fast food pizza. Uh, y- yeah. Okay, that's all I that's all I would ever argue. It's better yeah, than Little Caesars. Better. It's better I, than I've Pizza Hut. I've never had Little Caesars, and it's been years since I had Pizza Hut. I think Pizza Hut's lowest tier. Domino's is... No, well, above Papa John's. Here's the thing. They got you because it's an ordering experience, like you said. You get, yeah. you get the whole fucking tracker. Yeah. God, I would so love cheap. a Domino's pizza today. Yeah, and I, and I just love... I feel like they've really mastered <clears throat> the composition of the pizza in a way, I think. Pizza Hut definitely still hasn't. Like, the Domino's crust and pizza, like, just all the ratio of ingredients feels feels good. What's funny is they used to be, I, I think, they used to be quite bad. And do you oh, remember yeah. they did that whole ad campaign where they're like, hey, our pizza We're sucked. Now. We're good now. <laughs> and, like, they, they're like, they let's they be straight right. up. It was yeah. trash. I grew up with them being trash. It Me was too. bad, and Me now too. it's good. Yeah. Look at that. That's a fucking life lesson right there. Yeah, Never talk about glow ups. Yeah, I never too late. Honestly, this is so weird because I just watched—I don't know 
what the algorithm did, but somehow I ended up <laughs> watching this 15-minute expose by CNBC on Domino's Pizza from, like, Origin. Like recent? Yeah, it was, like, from Origin. I watched it, like, two days ago. We live in an algorithm. It was, like, from Origin all the way to present day, and it was, like, how in the 90s they, like, fell behind, they started to suck, early 2000s, they, they, like, brought it back, then fucking Pizza Hut kicked their ass, then they did the whole, like, we're gonna track your pizza, you could see it in the fucking stars, like. It's crazy that no one has, I don't mean, actually, I don't even know if anyone's ripped them off, but, like, that is such a key part of, like, why you order Domino's. Oh, yeah. Because that pizza tracker is so good. There's different themes you can put on it. Yeah, so there is. Great. And let's not let's not discount the cheapness. Like it's not as yeah. cheap as a Little Caesars, but like. But it's pretty damn close, dude. It's I mean, close, dude. The, and they have so many side. Like they have. Like if you we got wings from them one time just on a gamble, they were fine. Yeah, they're pretty they were good. Like as good as a pizza is. It's just mm. like. I mean, I remember days in college being like, I'm gonna order two pizzas, a wings, and a cheesy bread, because mm. that's gonna last me a while. The cheesy bread is a is a snack. Man. Cheesy bread is a yeah. is a god tier element here, but yeah. you order all that and it's like, oh, that'll be twelve dollars. <laughs> That's the price of a regular pizza. Yeah. At another like a mom and pop shop. Yeah, and, and I mean we really we just have too many of those, right? Too many mom and pop pizza shops. Yeah, we got to put them all out of business. I am ready to start consolidating things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's you, too many things. Yeah, we need them to just roll up into fewer things. I want, I want fewer people to own things. So that's what Disney and Amazon are doing. Mm-hmm. That's why they're heroes. Yeah, I mean the the New Jersey thing is that every time a place closes, it's going to become a pizza shop. So you get to the point where you got these tiny towns with like seventeen pizza shops in them, and like half of them are just objectively not good. Not, not good. Yeah, and they all have the same menus and like. It's like if you looked yeah. at the market here, maybe don't order, don't open it up, don't do it. But like somebody keeps doing it. I mean, Italians just love pizza. Pizza is fucking good, but pizza yeah. is excellent. I mean, I feel like if you're gonna or, or like open a restaurant, and you're gonna be like a six, seven out of ten, no matter what you open, pizza is probably the best bet, unless you can find some really untapped market, like you know, like you're the only ice cream shop in town or something like that, you mm-hmm. know. I feel like pizza's kind of like... Or you need a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You gotta like, you know, you bring them in, you you scream at people while you make the pizza or something. (laughs) That's a hot gimmick. Hot gimmick. People love that shit. You end up on like the Food Insider Facebook page or something. Remember that short guy at the bagel shop? Oh my God. What's he up to? Well, did you see what he recently did? Because he was he was set up for a celebrity boxing match yeah. against fucking Dustin Diamond Screech. Who's oh okay? Wow. And he he bailed on the fight and posted a video on Twitter that said, "You fuckers really think that I would go? It's like <laughs> you know the easiest way to not get punched to not show up, ha ha ha! And just like I got your money, you stupid fucks." <laughs> <laughs> and so the promoter of the fight is pissed and is suing him for like a ton of money because that's it was great. a it was a breach of contract. Yeah. Uh so that's what he's up to now. I think I saw he was rearrested as well. I can't believe great. people are paying to go see Joaquin Phoenix Joker. When well, we got this when guy. When you got this Joker. <laughs> Man, yeah. the bagel guy. I mean, it was guy. so sad cuz like that vi- the initial video was just great like Twitter content. But then to see like uh, like fucking people give him money. Oh yeah. I mean like that shit just makes me so angry. That for a good two weeks, I wanna say I walked around work doing the fucking you're not my boss, you're not my god, <laughs> and you're not my father. <laughs> what a fucking uh, trip. Oh my goodness. Well let's uh let's send this horse to the fucking glue factory. I guess an icon. I saw your boy Ronnie got arrested. By the way, speaking of icons, oh Ronnie, Ronnie. for what? Oh Ronnie from the Jersey Shore. I th- I don't yeah. think it was for a fun reason. <laughs> let's let's pull it up real quick before we wrap. Yeah, we got. I mean, the I situation think I think is out of jail now. Domestic yeah. problem. But well, you don't get that many years for tax evasion. Is that what he was in for? Yeah. Ronnie was, was in for some white collar crime. No, no, no. The situation was. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think he. I think he's out now. Here, you look up Ronnie. I'll look up Mike. This oh, situation. so Ronnie, he's been released from custody after alleged. Uh, it's domestic violence. Yeah. He got tased. Uh, he got tased. Yeah. They tased Ronnie. They tased <laughs> Jersey Shore. Whoa, Jersey Shore wait. star Ronnie Ortiz tased. <laughs> Thank God. Well, I just see my the first headline I got when I just searched Mike the situation was Ronnie released from jail after charged with kidnapping. Yeah, I saw the kidnapping, but where is that? And who's Jen Harley? I don't know, man. There's a lot of a lot of characters in the story. Mike the yeah. situation. Sorrentino shares first photo after prison release. Okay, so he's out of prison. Whoa, his face looks busted. Jen Harley, uh, Ortiz Magro's on again, off again girlfriend. Paulie D jokingly questions if the situation actually went to prison. Oh man, why, why don't we got him? I mean, Vinny and Paulie D are going to start an, a spinoff of the Jersey Shore. I mean, they're what? the two. They're the two that have probably come out the best out of all of this. DJ Paulie D used to DJ like once a year in Columbia, Missouri, at one of the venues. Never went. Honestly, that's up. a mistake, man. I kind of regret it now just for the meme, but it was, I remember it being like 25 bucks or something. It's like, that's too much. I wish, too much for the meme. I wish you guys could have lived through <laughs> being out here during that show. I wish I could like encapsulate oh, those moments and bring them to you. Like, I only know the situation and Snooky. Like I, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't even pick the others out of a lineup or tell you their names. Like you ever watch oh. videos of like when the Beatles came to America in the '60s and like people were <laughs> fucking storming the stage and shit? It was like that. Like people are paying money to ride the fucking sky cars at Seaside so that they can see into the Jersey Shore rooftop and like see them up there in the hot tub and they're following them around fucking the boardwalk. Like why? I don't know, man. It was, dude. I mean, celebrity culture in general is fucking. It's yeah, weird, okay, you're right. That's a bigger thing, question. But these yeah. were not even celebrities. Like they, I couldn't. But they are. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think was your, your thing? Like, was there something? I'm trying to think of something in California equivalent that I li- I got to live through. Was there something like that in the Northeast, Cass? Uh, we probably have we probably have Portlandia now. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, because that's, that that's that is a identity. real thing. Yeah. yeah, like that is really how it is. You guys have no Kirk Cobain, right? Uh, Seattle, but yeah, that's Seattle. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't. Uh, I don't know. There's I can't think of anything about California or Southern California specifically. Uh, the OC. No. <clears throat> uh, I mean, yes, yes, but I, that wasn't that didn't hit me. Laguna Beach. The hills. I guess all of that. I guess valley girl culture yeah. in general, right? Um, and I think towards the end, like in a high school, you know, like that's when like we had the the Vine Exodus, and they all fucking got houses on Vine Street. Mm. You live. You lived through Vocal Fry. I lived through Vocal Fry, man. Vocal Fry. Uh, <laughs> Cassidy Sergeant. Yes. If. Uh, if we want to, wanted to see you keep rubbing your new home in our face, where do we go? Uh, you can find me at Sergeant Cass. Um, Andrew? You can follow me at Street Sweeper. Melissa? Uh, at mgilmore17. Yeah.